Hi guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I am 36 and have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life. Thank you so much for listening to episode 11. I cannot believe that we have already recorded 10 episodes and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today where you'll join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your own very unique journey. My hope for today and for every day is that you will feel inspired to get out and fly. Today, we will be talking about energy vampires, people that just suck the energy out of you. As I've gotten older, I just don't have the same amount of energy that I had when I was younger. I have really realized how valuable and limited my energy is. And I'm sure it's even more extreme for you guys that have children and husbands and households. And I admire you guys so much and the energy that you put into those things because I have none of those. Well, I mean, I do have a household and a dog, but I don't have a husband and children to tend to. I pretty much just have to take care of myself. And even so, I still have to really be careful about my energy, where I put my energy, where I invest my energy, and be weary of those energy vampires. I think that we all have those people or friends, sometimes unfortunately family or co-workers that just exhaust us and really take away from the energy that we are trying to hold on to and put where necessary. For example, I have this friend who I love dearly. I really do. But every time that we have a conversation on the phone or that we hang out, I can count on leaving that visit or hanging up the phone just kind of drained and just not necessarily feeling my best and that there is a sign that you have had a conversation or hung out with an energy vampire and it's it's hard because you want to be there for your friends and you want to be supportive and be that listening ear that shoulder to cry on but it is incredibly exhausting to be hearing constant negativity and constant drama this friend i'm speaking about for example is such a wonderful person such a wonderful soul but there is constant drama relating to dating and as well as family, work, and home life. And we all have drama. We all have difficult things and we all need to vent. And I don't mean to say that it's a negative thing to vent to your friends, but when that's all you're hearing, that can be incredibly tiring. This friend in particular, like I said, always has incredibly negative things to say is constantly venting and complaining about the situations in these different circumstances, which is fine. But I think that a big part of the soul-sucking energy also comes from not just listening to all of these constant complaints and negativity surrounding these situations, but also the fact that this individual is constantly asking for advice and for guidance, but then does nothing with it does nothing to change the situation, does nothing to improve the circumstances in these horrible scenarios. So that can also be incredibly soul-sucking. I know that a lot of you have some energy vampires in your life at work. Maybe it's a boss that's constantly giving you negative feedback, constantly complaining to you about certain things. You're a coworker too. I, I think we all have experienced the coworker that constantly has problems with their spouse or their children. And during your lunch break, all you hear is the complaining. 
I have certain people in my life that I care about very much, but I kind of have to prepare myself mentally to hang out with them because I know that I'm going to leave that visit a little bit low energy and kind of tired. And the reason that these energy vampires are so difficult to deal with is because these people in our lives are people that we have to deal with regardless because they might be coworkers, they might be bosses, they might be family members. So what choice do we have? We care about them. We don't we don't want to abandon them. We don't want to make them feel lonely. We want to validate them and their feelings and still give them importance, which these people still are important. We're all important. We a lot of times want to help them feel better and we want to be the person to solve their problems. It's in my nature to be helpful and it's in most people's nature to be helpful and to want to see people's situations get better. And even though we want to do this for people, at what price? Because even though we do want to be there for them, what are these situations doing to you? Of course, we don't want to be selfish, but we do have to think about ourselves and our energy, which is just as valuable. I have definitely become more sensitive to these energy vampires and have really noticed them in my life and the part that they play in my life. And one of the things that I have really had a hard time with but have really had to acknowledge and implement in my life is that I can say no and all of you can say no as well. You can sometimes say no to hanging out with somebody that's soul-sucking. You can sometimes say no to doing things that don't give you joy, that drain you of your energy. And we, we are talking about energy vampires, but in addition to people being energy vampires, sometimes certain tasks or certain things that we commit to in life can be energy vampires as well. For example, some people really, really thrive in going out and being in crowds and being incredibly social and being in places that are just full of energy. And some people actually lose a lot of energy energy in those sorts of situations. Me, for example, I do like being social and being in social environments and going out and things of that nature, but I can only do that for so long and then it starts to deplete my energy and then I need to kind of retreat and be in a space that's quiet, that's zen, and I need to kind of gather myself, gather my thoughts and rest. And sometimes you might need to do something like that if you find yourself in a situation where you are being sapped of your very precious energy. So going back to these people that are energy vampires, it's okay to say no sometimes. You know, if somebody wants to hang out and you just do not have the physical energy, the mental energy to invest in time with that person, then you don't have to do it. It is your own obligation to yourself to be careful with yourself and with what you do with your time. So you can distance yourself and you can still be kind to these people. Another thing to think about is that with people in my life that are these energy sapping people, a lot of the times that I have given them a lot of my time and just hours and hours of listening to a lot of negativity, I've actually realized that I'm kind of enabling them and debilitating them as well. So you can actually sometimes be doing a little bit more harm than good and it can actually be of great benefit to them and you to distance yourself, even though I know that you might have that fear. I know for myself, I've had fear of losing connections, especially if it's somebody that we've had in our lives for a very long time. There is that fear of, of losing a relationship over this sort of thing. 
But it is necessary, I think, sometimes to distance yourself because, again, it is of benefit to them and you in a lot of ways and you can still do it in a kind way and still help them. For example, I do still communicate, but in a way that is more advantageous, not just for me, but for them as well. I have chosen to not spend as much time with them. I have chosen to create some distance, but in that distance, I'm still connecting with these individuals by sending them quotes and sending them YouTube videos that I think might help them. And they can maybe hear something on a YouTube video or on a podcast that might touch them in a way that's actually more effective than if I were to express the same idea, but of course in different words. Or there might be something in a quote that resonates with them more so than if I were to say the same thing. You just never know. So, I mean, we all can say the same thing, have the same message and say it a billion different ways. So this is actually, I think, a really great strategy too, to distance yourself from these individuals and still help them. And also to not feel so guilty about actually creating some distance. So far, we've been talking a little bit more about people in our lives that we are close to, like friends. You might be in these sorts of situations with family members. But what about other people in your lives that you really can't get rid of and maybe you don't care about them as much, but you have to obviously care about your job. So what about people like your boss or your coworkers? When we come back, we are going to discuss some strategies on how to deal with these specific individuals. Hey, everybody. This is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. So what do you do about the people that you just can't get away from? These are the ones that I would have to say are not necessarily more difficult, but might be a little bit more delicate because you definitely don't want to jeopardize your job. And maybe even again with certain people in your life, like maybe parents or, or children, you definitely want to be careful because you don't want to jeopardize these relationships. They are important, even though they might be really sapping your energy. The first thing I can tell you is do not let somebody like your boss or a coworker change your energy. I know this is definitely easier said than done. Trust me, I know. When you have a boss that is just constantly on you, berating you, maybe making you feel worthless, making you feel like you're not important at work or whatever the case may be, whatever it is that they are telling you that is really just really, really upsetting you or bothering you, you have to do your best to not let them change your energy and mess with your vibe. And the reason I say this is because if you let these people mess with their vibe, it will affect the quality of your day and it will affect the quality of your interactions with others and with people that have absolutely nothing to do with this situation. And it's so easy to take out our frustrations on people, especially on the people that we love, and we definitely don't want to do that. For example, if your boss said something to you that was really negative and it really affected your day and it really messed with your mood, it is probably 
kind of likely that if you don't know how to not let that affect your vibe and your mood, that the next time you speak to your significant other or maybe one of your children, if you have children or your parent, it is very likely that you may spread that negative energy and be moody with them and be snappy with them and it's not their fault. It could just so happen that your boss was nasty to you and your significant other calls you just to say hi because they miss you to tell you they love you or maybe ask you what you want for dinner and at that point if your mood is messed up even though they're calling you with the best of intentions you might snap at them because when you answered they sighed and you took that as something negative. I know I've done that. I'm sure we're all guilty of that and we definitely don't want to do that. So how do you not let this sort of negative behavior that others have toward you affect you? What do you do with that? In one of my other, actually in the last podcast, I spoke a lot about redirecting your thoughts and that we do have control over how we react to negative situations. And the same holds true with with this situation. When somebody is negative toward you, especially somebody that you can't snap back at like a boss, which you shouldn't snap back anyways, um, one of the best things that you can do is redirect your thoughts and actually tell yourself that this person does not have that sort of power over you. Because when you give and let somebody else's negativity ruin your mood, you're actually giving them the control. So whenever somebody upsets me and I'm feeling that anger or whatever negative feeling, I actually tell myself, okay, Evita, this person does not have control over you. Do not give them that power. And I actually, sounds cheesy, but I tell myself, Evita, take your power back. And I sit in that and I separate myself from that person in that situation and say, I have power over me. I have power over my thoughts. They do not have power over me. Again, I know it sounds a little cheesy, maybe a little lame, but it works. Try it. Another thing that you can do if you have the opportunity, if you have an actual physical journal, you can just write it all down, get out the frustration, get it out. Or if you have a notepad on your phone, do it there. I think a lot of the times too, it's in our nature to want to reach out to somebody in the midst of our anger and frustration. But I actually try to not do that. And the reason for that is because I do not want to spread negative energy to anybody else. And I really feel that it's so easy to do that, especially Especially if you're texting like your best friend or something, it's really easy to get into this back and forth and stay in that negative state and energy. And of course, that's because your friend's trying to be supportive. So if you text your friend and say, oh, my boss did this and this and this, and I'm so mad, it's really easy for then your friend to respond with, oh my God, what a jerk. And and then you get into this back and forth of negativity when the whole point is to not be in that negative state. So even though that's, I think, a really natural thing to want to do, I would really urge you to try to, again, journal, whether it's on pen and paper or in your phone, in your notepad, to get out all of your negative feelings put it out there. And for me, I kind of like when things are a little bit symbolic. So if I have really negative things to write down, I like to write them down on a piece of paper. And then when I'm done, I breathe. I then tear it up, throw it away, flush it down the toilet, whatever, and just get rid of it. Let it go. That's another great way to get rid of that negative energy. Another great thing is to just take some deep breaths, take some really deep breaths and just visualize all the negativity rolling off of you. And it doesn't matter where you are. That's something you can do anywhere. Take some deep breaths. It really does help. It will bring your heart rate down if you're really angry. It's 
something you can do, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether you're in the car, no matter where you are, we're all breathing anyways, right? So try that. If you are into meditation and you have a minute to meditate, do that. You'll get your deep breathing in and definitely be calm when you're done with that. Another great thing that for me is probably my number one go-to if I can is to listen to some upbeat music. Listen to your favorite song. I know it's really normal and kind of natural for some people to gravitate towards some sad music or angry music if that's the mood that you're in, but I feel that that might actually make you stay in that negative energy and frame of mind. So I would suggest that if you can, listen to some fun music. And if you can, get up and dance. That is probably one of the best ways that I can think of to switch your mood incredibly quickly. There's really nothing better in this world than music and movement. It's just awesome. Another great thing that you can do is, speaking of music and movement, is move your body. If you can, go outside for a walk. Also, being in the sun, getting some sunshine, getting some fresh air is also great to change your mood. Get out in nature or if it's it's too hot, you can go to the gym or go to a workout class or if you're at home, turn on a YouTube video and find a good workout. Moving your body is another great way to get those endorphins going and get you out of a funk. But with all of this being said, I understand that you are not always in control of the energy that's around you and that's exactly why I'm addressing this today. And just be protective of your energy. Protect it because it is valuable and we have only so much energy and we have only so much time every single day and our energy should go toward the things that are important of course like your obligations, work, school, family, friends, but don't neglect yourself. Protect your energy because it is important and valuable and choose things that empower you. Choose things that make you feel good because that will also help you conserve your energy. Another thing that is so important is to surround yourself with people that are energetically at the same level as you or at a higher energy, higher vibration than you and aim to reach that level of energy. And what I mean by high vibration is people that are positive, people that are mood lifters, I also have some really positive people in my life and I know who those high vibe people are. I know that when I hang out with certain people that I'm going to feel good and also with a sense of peace. And that's what I mean by surround yourself with people that are in a high vibration and that are at a a higher vibe than you. Those sorts of people are really important. And you'll know, you'll know these who these people are in your life because again, like I said, you'll feel good when you're done hanging out with them. And for myself, I have a really incredible friends and family and I know that when I hang out with them, it's just going to be a good time. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be enjoying our conversation. I'm going to feel good when I'm gone. And of course, that doesn't mean that all of our conversation is going to be just upbeat, pleasant, 100%, but it's not all negative. And when a negative conversation does come up, There is a lot of listening and suggesting and things of that nature, but it doesn't stay there. And whatever suggestions are made are really taken to heart. I take it and I really internalize it 
And again, I think with some of these negative relationships, it's because you might be giving some feedback and some suggestions about how they can improve their lives and you can feel that they're not internalizing or really taking anything that you have to say seriously and that can be very exhausting. So again, I think it's really important to surround yourself with people that are really instrumental in keeping your your mood in a positive place. I'm not telling you to abandon all of these energy vampires and you might have to. There might be some people that are very extreme that you might have to eliminate from your life and that's up to you. But a lot of people that might be energy vampires in our lives that are important to us, we have to tread delicately, but it's doable. But value yourself and love yourself and care about yourself enough to think of your energy first and think of your well-being first and foremost. And another suggestion that I have is go and do things you love. Do things that you love every single day. And I know it can be challenging with life and getting busy, but if you really want to kind of undo some of this negativity that you have in your life, you need to do something that you love every single day. And you know, if you love writing, write a little bit every day. If you love reading, start with five or ten minutes every day. If you love dancing, start taking dance classes, dance in your living room, dance in the shower when you're getting ready in the morning. Do whatever it is that just makes your soul happy and it'll make it so much easier to deal with all of the negative circumstances in life and it will just make everything much more bearable and actually make life fun and pleasant. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. So before I leave you for today, I would love to share a quote with you by the great Albert Einstein. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. I hope you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life today and every day. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind. You can find me at Evita Carrasco on Instagram and Facebook. That is E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And I want to thank you again so much for joining me today. And I hope that you will join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and stay positive. <laughs>